your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes. Cause I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the boys. is good people people of the interwebs jqlm radios fan base and the world beyond how you doing it's your boy mark b i am back on these airways i'll tell you um i I got convicted listening to my boy uh kendall wyatt and uh if you don't know who Kendall is, who you need to know. Um, you know how those memes go around talking about that nigga be spitting. That's Kendall right there. Kendall be spitting. But Kendall was talking about some real, and you know, with everything that's going on in the news right now, the world needs truth tellers. And I fancy myself one of those. Uh, because I do fancy myself one of those, then while life does get busy and life does get hectic and it, it has gotten busy and hectic um that is not a reason it's not a good enough reason to sit on the sidelines and keep your nose to the grindstone like they say you know work things out because there are people who aren't passionate enough about the things that they need to be informed about and if you know that you're one of those you have to it's your duty it's your duty to make sure that you get people informed and everybody doesn't have that passion everybody doesn't um and here's the thing for truth tellers truth tellers are kind of like why aren't you paying attention to this like didn't you see this like why are you putting up pictures of uh of you know like butt cheek on the bathroom sink instead of paying attention to what's happening at the democratic national uh, uh debate like why are you doing the whatever Instagram, the TikTok, whatever challenge instead of focusing on what's going on with um, behind, you know, the COVID-19 virus? And it's because um, most people, I'll say, most people are, are concerned with their day to day. Life is hard, man. You can't. One, I, I am not egotistical enough to feel like. You know, what I care about is what everybody else should care about. No, absolutely not. I think that everybody has their role. Everybody has their lot in life. You know, some things uh, people care about that I don't. And a lot of people might care about it, and I don't. I'm kind of adverse to trends for the most part, but I like to be informed about stuff. And what you find out is sometimes you feel like Chicken Little if you are a... Um, if you are a person that likes to stay informed and, and a lot of your posts are about this, that, and the other, uh, things that are be uh, that are going on nationally and things like that, you feel like Chicken Little. You're always telling people the sky is falling or something like that. And people are like, oh, yeah, okay. And then they go back to dancing in the clubs and stuff like that. And then the sky falls, and you're like, yeah, see, I've been telling y'all that this is what was going on. But it doesn't serve any purpose for you to, you know, dish out a, a gang of I told you so's. For what? It doesn't do anything. 
It, it really doesn't. And when, at, when it's all said and done, um, the people who listen to you will be better for it. And the people who don't, um, they'll eventually listen to you. They have to. But if your goal is to be popular, if your goal is to you know be listened to by the most people, then you're probably going to be really, really disappointed most of the time. But if your goal is to just inform people, if you're just sharing with folks what you see, then it is what it is. I was not uh, a political person in high school. I wasn't a political person in junior high school. I was. I wasn't even. I, I wouldn't consider myself a smart kid. I. I wasn't. I was, you know, borderline special needs. You know, what I'm saying that's what I think. Um, I just wasn't interested in it. And then I got older, and I thought that I was still immature. But then there are certain things that I care about that the most mature friends of mine didn't care about. So this isn't a, a walk of life. Being a truth teller isn't the walk of life for people who um, who always was political and always was opponent. There's, there's people who are like that. And, that. and you know what? God bless them. You know, they've been serious from an early age. It took me a minute to grow into this. You know what I'm saying? And I do not claim to be the most informed person, but I know a little bit. And I know who to go to if I do want to be informed. Kendall Wyatt is one of those people. So definitely, um, Kendall used to have a show uh, on JQLM Radio. I hope Kendall comes back. Come on back, bro. Come on back. We need you, bro. Come on back. The world needs truth tellers, man. I just told you that yesterday. Uh, I was a day for yesterday. But that's my homie, Kendall Wyatt, uh, of course, of the Wyatt family. Um, the incomparable Kiki Wyatt, who just sings her face off for no reason. She sings like she's mad at the microphone, and I don't know what the microphone did to her. But hands down, you know, Naptown's on. Incredible. And, uh, and of course, uh, his, his father, uh, Kiever Wyatt, um, great family. Uh, I've, met, um, I've met Daddy Wyatt and um, Kendall. Um, they are very, very... Uh, truth-filled, Holy Ghost-filled individuals, man. So when you get a chance, check Kendall Wyatt out on Instagram, on Facebook. He is definitely another truth-teller. So let's get into this, man. I've been gone for a minute. I apologize. This is the first show back since um, the, the woman, the myth, the legend, the CEO, Lady J., suffered a brain aneurysm, and it's been rough going. I'm not going to take too much time on it because I've already spoken on it. If, you, if you've uh, listened to an episode of Pillow Talk, um, I've already spoke on it a little bit, so um, I don't want to belabor any points or anything like that, but this is the first episode of uh, The Breaks on JQLM Radio since then. Man, I've just been working. I've been grinding, man. I, I apologize for, you know, not putting my two cents in. Um, I've just been out here grinding, out here working, trying to pay bills, man. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you let that get ahead of you and you put too much emphasis on that and you forget that God's called you to do some things. You know what I'm saying? And you, you have to also do that stuff. This grown-up stuff is hard. Remember when we was kids and we thought all we had to do, like being a grown-up was just stand, staying up late? going to bed when you wanted to, watching TV shows that the kids can't watch, you know what I'm saying, going to R-rated movies and stuff like that. Remember? 
Um, we, look at us now. Wishing we was kids. You know what I'm saying? But that's life. That's life. Let's get into this thing, man. Because I've been gone for so long, I was sitting there like, okay, well, what should I come back with? You know, like, what should I be talking about? What is what is going on? And lo and behold, uh, the zombie apocalypse is upon us in the form of uh, the coronavirus or COVID-19, as it's affectionately called. Or is it affectionately called the coronavirus? I don't know. Corona does seem nicer, you know, because it's alcohol and stuff like that. So maybe it's affectionately called the coronavirus. And his real name, his government name, is COVID-19. Um, here's, the, here's what I know, right? Um, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a huge fan of The Walking Dead. Huge fan of The Walking Dead. I love those zombie apocalypse type movies like World War Z and stuff like that. I, I love those movies. You know why? It's because it really shines a light on just the level of hubris that we have as a country. It shines a light on it because it, it helps me to understand that we're not really prepared for nothing. We aren't. Something real happens, we're not ready. We're not prepared. If if there, if aliens actually came out the sky and said, you know what, um, y'all been screwing up this planet for long enough, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take this thing over. What are we going to do? Nothing. We're going to cry. And then we're going to finally go to church and we're going to finally listen to those folks that we've been telling us crazy for the longest. But we ain't going to do nothing. We, we ain't prepared for it. A global pandemic. And here's the reason why we're not, we weren't prepared for this pandemic. We're still not. But here's the reason why. It's not because we lack the automation. It's not because we lack the ingenuity or we don't have bright enough minds to be prepared for it. It's money. Money is the reason why we weren't prepared for this pandemic. It's because somebody, we, we have a health care system that has for the longest time said, all of these viruses and all these illnesses that we know about, um, yeah, they suck. Let me find a way to make some money off of it. So, um, yeah, we have the cure. And it's easy to make money off of a virus or off of an illness when you have the cure to it. I have the cure, so now who's going to pay the most for it? Oh, okay, hey, we're going we're gonna, to uh, cure these rich folks first because they can pay me more for it. And then after we pay the rich folks, then we'll bring the price down a little bit, but not too much because the poor folks, they'll, they'll pay somewhere around the same amount, but they'll get a lesser um, version of it, and they'll have to use it for longer so we'll be able to get more money out of them. And they'll have to mortgage off their house or, you know, they won't send their kids to college or nothing like that, but we'll get our money. That's how our health care system has worked. They have decided that there is a price to be paid on life. And we're going to make you pay to live. That's what the that's what capitalism mixed with the health care system does. And if you were a conservative, you're not a conservative now. Tell you that much. You're awful liberal now because with this COVID-19 virus that we do not have a vaccine for, um, it's taking some folks out. And the problem with it is we've been getting so little information from the government. 
that when the information started, we've been given so little information, and then we've been getting incorrect information from the government. We have a president who is a dotard. Look that up. Thank you, Kim Kim Jong-un. He's a dotard. And because of that, he decided that he was going to hold off on actually doing anything about the COVID-19 virus when he found out about it. Why? Because it was politically expedient for him to hold off on doing something about it. He didn't want to look bad. He had just gotten done with, or or he might have still been in the midst of his impeachment uh, trial that had went to Senate. We all knew the Senate wasn't going to kick the president out of office, even if he needed to be kicked out of office, which he does. They weren't going to kick him out. And now we have this virus that he completely ignored, that they pretended as if it wasn't a big deal. In fact, initially, your boy, Mr. Cheeto, said that this was a Democratic hoax. They were just trying to make him look bad because they couldn't get him with the impeachment. They couldn't get him out of office with the impeachment. So they want him to look bad. A week later, he had to change his statement. A week later. Why? Because people started dying. And he could no longer uh, throw it off as this is a hoax. Why? Because the people who are most susceptible are his supporters. Not because somehow the virus um, targets racism. No. No, that would be awesome. And I, for one, would not be in favor of finding a vaccine for it. But it's because Initially, we were told that this virus is horrible for the elderly, people who are 60 and above, which is his core base. They just happen to be white also. People started dying. Here's what he, what he started doing. First, he said that it was a hoax. Then he prevented a, um, a carnival ship. I believe it was Carnival. It might not have been Carnival, but he he prevented a cruise ship from onboarding because once the people on that cruise ship put their feet on U.S. soil, now it's a U.S. problem, and those numbers of infected people would be added to the U.S. total. Not because somehow keeping them quarantined on the ship would be better for them. No. Had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with the fact that however many people were on that ship, once they touched U.S. soil, the number of infected people from that ship would be reflected on the number of infected cases in the U.S., and he didn't want that number to go up. Why? Because he's still playing, po- playing politics while people are trying to figure out what is going on. You had Listen, you had memes going around that th- that people actually thought was real, saying that uh, the coronavirus, black people can't get it. So you had all these all these memes with black people dancing and white people crying. It was funny, but it wasn't real. But the problem is we weren't getting any real information. If you deal in lies for three straight years, and then a time comes where you have to dispense truth, nobody believes you. Even his own people didn't believe him. That's what happens when you support a liar, somebody that continuously lies. That's what happens. So 
his base didn't know what to believe. His base right now is in shambles. They're they're silent. They have nothing to say. Why? Because they can't even trust their own person that they put in office. They knew they couldn't trust him. But as long as he was lying to other people and he was still staying there and irritating people and it was all it was fine. But when you elect a dotard, an idiot, into the Oval Office, and then something serious happens that affects you, now you're rethinking that vote. Now you're rethinking, okay, well, maybe, okay, it was it was all fun and games at first, but now we need the adults. And I'm sorry, you elected somebody who got rid of all the adults. Got rid of all the adults, you say? Yes, because we know now that President Trump knew about this back in January. He was told about it back in January. The first case uh, of of a U.S. citizen um, being contract uh, contracting the coronavirus was in January. Now, some reports that I have not been able to substantiate say that he knew about it in November of last year and did nothing. The World Health Organization warned him about this. We know at least by January he was warned about it. And while I did look up whether they um, offered him test kits, they didn't offer him test kits, but they were available. If the U.S. His, so here, so here's the thing, right? It's kind of like when it's kind of like when you and your cousin been fighting, and your cousin has two cookies, and you really want a cookie, and you know your cousin got cookies, and you know all you got to do is ask your cousin for that cookie. And he'll give it to you, but you don't want to ask him because you're giving him some kind of gratification, and it's a hit to your pride to ask. That's what it was. The World Health Organization had test kits, but he didn't want to ask for them. Instead, he wanted to make his own. He had the CDC try to make his own. But here's the thing: if you have test kits that are available, um, that you can get those, and you can take. A segment of those and you can uh, copy those and make make new ones and, and then you can still be testing with the majority share that you have. By now we would have an accurate count of who all has the coronavirus. We'd have that by now. But because we don't have that it's, it's a crapshoot as to who may have the coronavirus or not. We don't know. We know how many people have been, have, have, uh, been a confirmed case, but we don't know who has it. So not only did he not get the test kits from the World Health, Health Organization, the ones that were initially created by the CDC had a flaw in them that made them unusable. So that wasted even more time. Okay, so he wasted time by not acting on it when he first heard about it. Wasted time by having these um, great value brand uh, COVID-19 test kits that didn't work. And then he wasted time by telling people it was a hoax. Even even going so far, having his, uh, having his vocal arm, Fox News, all of the pundits on Fox News were talking about, oh, this is just a joke and this is a hoax and how dare the Democrats use... COVID-19 as a 
ploy to uh, tarnish the name of the president. And all of them had to reverse pivot. All of them. Each and every last one. That completely silent. Side by side. You can go on YouTube right now and see side by sides of Fox News hosts having to uh, unsay what they said already. And you have Dotard, the Dotard in chief. That's go- that's my hashtag until he's out of office. The Dotard in chief. President Dotard. No, that's that's my hashtag. President Dotard. That's my hashtag until he's out of office. He d- he finally started going on the news and having these press conferences which he hadn't had press conferences. He wasn't having any because he got tired he got tired of hearing people uh question him about the lies that he told. So he doesn't he, he doesn't even have a press secretary. You know how normally the president has a press secretary? That he's, he's burned through so many press secretaries. His lies have burned through so many <laughs> press secretaries that he doesn't have any more press secretaries. He's used them all up. He's used every... He's burned through all of his press secretaries with his, with his uh, verbal uh, bioterroristic weapon his his super lie cannon you know he's he's got verbal diarrhea when it comes to lies so he burned through so many of them that there's nobody else he he doesn't have a press secretary he has a press secretary but the press secretary does not hold press conferences for the first time in uh US history it's crazy so they made the public aware and then that information didn't, apparently the talking points didn't go to the um, to the rest of the Republican establishment because you had uh, senators uh, who were like going to the Senate floor wearing gas masks, making fun, you know, because it's all, this is a big gag. That same senator wearing a gas mask ended up with COVID-19. Ha ha. Yeah. And here's the thing: if you, if you like me, are a fan of um, disaster horror films or whatever, you know the first thing that happens is that when it when they find a vaccine or when they find a cure, they give it to the rich first. They give it to uh, industry folks first. They give it to politicians first, and anybody who's responsible for making money in the country. And then they find a way to monetize it and make up make everybody else pay for it. So the freebies that the rich 1% get, the middle class and the lower class end up paying for that as a gift, I guess, for taking all of our money. So what is the, the outcome? What's what's the fallout? The fallout is that now we're practicing social distance, distance, distancing, social distancing. Some of us are. There's still a whole bunch of young people who throw caution to the wind and are like, oh, well, you only live once. Yeah, you live a whole lot shorter when you go someplace and somebody coughs and hacks on you and gives you a virus that we don't have a cure for. So, listen, I I would hate for I would hate to be a parent of somebody who died because they were dumb. Um, somebody's going to have to stand up, you know, at somebody's funeral and be like, you know what, um, he or she was not a really smart child. They got that from the daddy's side or from their mama's side. They didn't get it from my side. They got it from the other side. Because on my side, if somebody tells you to stay in the house because there's a deadly disease out, we stay in the house. We don't go to Fort Lauderdale 
to beaches and stuff like that. So all you parents with um, stupid kids, I feel sorry for you. My heart goes out to the parents of all the stupid. Um, and and look, I talk to my kids just in case they're feeling stupid. Be like, hey, listen, don't do that. Don't do that. No, we, we need you to live, live, outlive this virus, please. But we, you have social distancing that's going on where they shut down all of the restaurants and um, gathering places and malls and everything like that. It's like ghost town in most uh, downtown areas, which hits retail businesses really, really hard, um, unless they sell tissue. Because apparently the one thing that people have found out that is a, a deterrent, a supposed deterrent for uh, COVID nineteen. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like ginger ale for black folks. It's tissue. Tissue is the new ginger ale uh, for black folks. If you're sick, make sure you stock up on tissue because somehow that will combat the illness that um, doctors have not been able to cure yet. If you get enough tissue, then you might just make it. So tissue and uh, disinfectant wipes, uh, if you bought stock in those companies, you're doing really good right now. Uh, but social distancing, and this really affects small businesses. So uh, I am going to create a, um, a post, and I want um, black-owned small businesses to, uh, if, you, if you have the ability to send uh, your product to people, then I would really like for you to uh, put your name on there so that we can patronize and so that we can make sure that you stay afloat during these hard times. But social distancing is what we're doing right now, which means staying in the crib. Look, um, some people have been ahead of the curve when it comes to social distancing. I, look, I don't go many places anyway, so I'm fine with it. You know, um, all the gamers, we're you know we're doing fine right now. You know what I'm saying? We can download our games, so we good. It's all good in the gaming universe. But uh, for people who are used to being out and socializing and stuff like that, life sucks right now. Understand that. But it's necessary. This isn't. It's not as if like they first built it as if it was the flu, right? They built it like it was the flu. All you have to do is um, is you know get you some tissue and take some x lax you know get get a little bit of you know because you can't get tested because we don't have enough tests in the country yet so you have to you have to hope that if you call your doctor that you can get tested but it's funny how um nowadays republicans who are so conservative are really really liberal now because we're all about um universal health care when it comes to giving people free you know health care for this virus and we're all about universal basic in income we're talking about um pumping money into the into the economy we're going to talk about that though when we get back from break because uh i need some answers from from conservatives because we've been talking about trickling down economics republicans have for a minute now yet as soon as we hit a pandemic now it's, oh, well, no, we need socialism. But that's why Bernie Sanders was scary, right? That's why we we shouldn't vote for Bernie Sanders, right? That old nasty socialism stuff, right? It's, that's wrong. 
I mean, forget about the socialism that we already have when it comes to, you know, Medicare, Medicaid, you know, when it comes to, you know, the VA or when it comes to police or when it comes to fire department. Forget about that stuff. We're not talking about that. We're talking about all the other socialism. But apparently, we find with socialism when we're scared. So when we get back, we're going to talk about that a little bit, all right? Breaks. Take you on radio. Your boy Mark Brooks. Brooks. Stick and stay. Have you subscribed yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles at ego entertainment everyone is a star there is something in it for everyone and i hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support this is your girl lady j owner and operator of ego entertainment and creator of the ego magazine enjoy on JQLM Radio with your boy Mark B. I gave you my government name on the last one. I don't know why. It's been, I'm a little rusty. I'm getting back to it. Mark B. Don't remember my government name. I don't owe y'all no money. So come looking for me. Daylight Soul, me, myself, and I. That's where you should be in your mind right now and in your dwellings. You should be with you, yourself, and you. And maybe the people that live in your house. That's it. We're practicing social distancing, people. That's what we're doing. It's the responsible thing to do, right? That's the responsible thing to do. Social distancing. So, check it out. My thing is this. I am a, I am a Bernie guy. I'm not a Bernie bro. Like, I don't go at people's heads or nothing like that on the internet or nothing like that. But I'm a Bernie guy, right? So, I'm with the the Andrew Yang um, basic income uh, dole out by the government. Here's the thing: people want you to act as if President Trump is doing a great thing. He's uh, he's offering people a bailout. Guess what? Number one, first people are going to get bailed out are companies. That's the reason why the bill actually failed in the Senate. Why did it fail? Because instead of them wanting to bail out the people. They want to add businesses also. Now, what happened with businesses last time we bailed them out? Obama bailed them out, right? So the businesses that were bailed out 
we bailed them out thinking that they were going to be so grateful for us bailing them out that they were going to then take that money that we that they made as a surplus and they were going to like lower their prices or they were going to invest in their employees maybe bump up their insurance package or maybe their retirement plans or something like that did they do that no what they did was what they always do they bought back stocks of their own companies airline companies especially bought back stocks of their own companies to make their uh, portfolios, to make their stocks look good to their investors. So they bought those back. Instead of invest taking that money and investing it in their employees that worked so hard to get them back to uh, um, a profit margin that they could be comfortable with, did they invest in their employees? No. Why? Because trickle-down economics doesn't work. Trickle-down economics does not work. I wanted to say it again for the people in the back. People who make a living by the business model, which is a perfect business model, I'm going to pay you the least amount of money that I can for the most amount of work that you could possibly do. In fact, if I find out that I can fire one person and get one person to do the work of two people I'm all about I'm giddy so I'm going to fire one person and I want two people I, I want one person to do, do, the, do the job of two people I'm going to pay you the least amount of money to get the most amount of work out of you that is the business model people who follow that business model are not inclined to then take profits and invest it back in their employees they don't do that that's why trickle economic trickle down economic theory does not work. It never has worked. It never worked. And it won't work again. But the reason why the bill failed in the house, I believe, it, it went it passed the Senate and went back to the house. The reason why it failed is because they were trying to put in uh, ec economic stimulus for businesses also, for business uh, major companies who don't need to be bailed out. Why? Because most major companies are still making money. People still are, are buying stuff from Amazon. People still are able to ship things through UPS, through FedEx. They're still making money. They're, make not, they're not making as much money as they were, but they're trying to bail them out also. Why? Because the lobbyists are talking to those senators and saying, hey, hey, while y'all giving you know, money out, Y'all can, you know, y'all can give us, I know you gave, you give us tax breaks every year, but you can also give us some money also on top of those tax breaks. The tax breaks that helped Amazon not to pay a dime in taxes last year, you can also give us some money on top of that. So the bill failed because a capitalist government is doing what a capitalist government does. They're trying to make money in the face of a you know tragedy just like in 9/11, right? So where do we go from here? What's what's been the public response to social distance, distancing? I don't know why I have a problem saying distancing. I can say the word. Distancing. What why do we have what's what's the outcome of social distancing? Well, you find out one that young people are stupid. You find that out. That's that's the one thing we find out. 
because you have young people who are sitting there saying, like, there was, I almost unfollowed somebody for sitting there saying, they telling me I need to stay home. Shoo, I need to get my hair done. Mm. Mm. So that you can be a very presentable corpse? That's the reason? Okay. Do your thing. I need to get my nails done. And unless you think that I'm just talking about females, oh, there's bras out there, too, who still want to go to the club. There's bras out there who are going to the beach, South Florida. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we're young and, you know, hey, you know, if we, hopefully we don't get it, but if we get it, then, you know, hey, you know, life sucks or what. It's like listening to, like, the, the most dumbly written, yes, dumbly, dumbly written, like, soap opera or, or 90210 episode. Like, hey, young person. Why would you be willing to risk yourself, to risk your life and your health and the life of like your mom or your grandparents or whatever like that just to go to a party? Hey, because like partying is cool and we like want to dance and stuff. Mm. You can't do that like three months from now. No, man, we got to party right now. We got we to gotta do it right now and party. Like, mm. I'm watching videos of like an old dude who just licked the handle of a grocery cart just to just because he hates people so much. You, I'm seeing people buy out um, Dollar General, all of the paper products, tissue, toilet paper, buying them all out. Why? Because they can. Are they doing anything wrong? It depends. It depends on what you consider wrong, because. We live in a capitalist society. That's what we live under. Why are they wrong for taking advantage of a, of a tragedy when the government's trying to do the same thing? There's a dude in New York who bought up a gang of hand sanitizer from an area, cleaned them out so nobody else could have any. Why? Because he wanted to sell them at an absorbent uh, price gouging price. Is he doing something wrong? It depends. Morally, yes. Morally, yes, he is doing something wrong. But then how can you accuse him of doing something wrong when the government's doing the exact same thing? When the government is saying, hey, we're going to... This is how the government does it, right? Hey, we got a, we have a cure, um, We and, and we finally got the test, so the tests are going to be free. Free. Free, free. Tests are going to be free, but the cure won't. So if you don't have health insurance and you have to pay out of pocket, um, you might die. That's how the government's going to do They're going to say, hey, the, the testing is going to be free. You're going to hear the word free, yay. And you're going to think, oh, well, we're just going to go and get a shot and then all of us going to be cool. No, 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 no. You'll find out whether you have it. They just won't do nothing about it. Oh, you got, you got COVID-19. Yeah, you got you got the the corona, so um, that sucks. So pay up your insurance or your life insurance, you know, if you have that. If you have life insurance, then you probably got insurance, so you might be cool. But you know, hey, sucks for you. Next, that's pretty much what's what they're trying to do, because they 
They made sure to tell you that the testing would be free. They didn't tell you the vaccine was going to be free. Why? Because they're going to charge you. Because we live in a capital capitalist society. Capitalistic society. That's what we live in. So you got to ask yourself the question. Was Mr. Hand Sanitizer, was Miss uh, Paper Chaser, Trump supporter, were they wrong? Maybe. Morally, will they will they see Jesus? Mm, they might see his feet from the bottom. But we live in a country that tells people to do just that. When there's a crisis, if, if water is in short supply, get a whole bunch of jugs of water and charge people. Because they'll pay you to live. Because that's the kind of society that we live in. Social distance. Oh, and not only that. To to round this all off, uh, four senators senators sold stocks shortly after a January briefing in the Senate on the novel coronavirus outbreak. So they here's so here's here's the thing. You know that thing Martha Stewart got uh, got thrown in the slammer for? Yeah. So four senators, three Republicans and one Democrat. This is why I say I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. Four of them went to this uh, went to this meeting. They're like, mm, coronavirus outbreak? Uh, okay, that's going to affect what? Mm, ooh, that sucks. Yes, let's work on that right away. Hold on. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Hey, stockbroker, yeah, dump all my stocks and blah, 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 and buy me some stocks and hand in Purell hand sanitizer and Charmin. Uh, make that happen, right? Yes. Definitely. They did that. Um, according to, and this is uh, according to uh, the Hill, uh, the four senators, um, Senator Kelly Loeffler, a Republican of Georgia, um, Senator James Enhoff, a Republican of Oklahoma, Diane Feinstein, mmm, mmm, Diane Feinstein, Democrat of California, look that name up, and Richard Burr, a Republican of North Carolina. Yes, they each sold thousands of dollars in stock. Within days of the Senate holding a classified briefing on January 24th with Trump administration officials on the threat of the coronavirus outbreak. That was that's based on the Hill. Um, listen, man, we live in a capitalistic society. We do. Ain't no justice, just us. They don't care about us, man. If you think they do, you're sadly, sadly mistaken. I'm going to take another break. Stick and stay. We got some more stuff to talk about. This is Breaks on JQL on Radio. For all of the beautiful, melanated, and woke people out there who love conscious apparel, Go visit All Things Conscious right now. Visit allthingsconscious.com. That's allthingsconscious.com. Or call 317-652-6137 or 317-652-6136. All Things Conscious. Know thyself. Knowledge is key. CPT 
LBC, yeah, we hooking back up. And when they bang this in the club, baby, you got to get up. Thug niggas, drug dealers, yeah, they giving it up. Low life, yo life, boy, we living it up. Taking chances while we dancing in the party for sure. Slip my hoe a 44 when she got in the back door. Bitches looking at me strange, but you know I don't care. Step up in this motherfucker. Just yeah. What's good? Mark B. This is the Breaks from Vicky LM Radio. We're going to uh, finish this thing off, man, talking about the Democratic National Elections. The primaries, basically, is what we're talking about, right? And I'm sure I said that wrong, though. Democratic primary elections, right? So, here's the thing Bernie came out strong. In a whole bunch of states that don't have a bunch of black people in it. But once you get into more diverse states, he got clobbered. Clobbered by Joe Biden. Now, those are only two people to really talk about. He had Elizabeth Warren in the race. But Elizabeth Warren, let me tell you what she did wrong. The moment that she started to join in on this uh, this feminist um, wave she felt that was her way to the to the Oval Office uh, she, it was kind of like um, it was kind of like Hillary Clinton um, post post her defeat right so the reason why she lost is because she doubled down on on nonsense her and Bernie Sanders have been two of the progressive movements champions forever and they've been friends, and uh, admittedly, by themselves, they've been friends. Uh, so much so that in 2016, Bernie Sanders begged, basically, Elizabeth Warren to run, and only after she decided that she was not going to run, which I wanted her to run. If she would have ran in 2016, I'd have been all Elizabeth Warren. But she decided not to run, and because she didn't run, Bernie Sanders decided to go ahead and, and run. So... Um, Bernie ran, and uh, everybody knows what happened with um, with Bernie Sanders in the in the campaign, and how Hillary Clinton basically owned the Democratic uh, National Committee um, and and pushed pushed heavily for you know her campaign to win. Which, if you're paying for it, you're getting what you pay for, right? That's, she didn't pay for it, so somebody else could win, right? So um, we all know what happened there. But she decided, Elizabeth Warren decided to take a page out of Hillary Clinton's book, which to me is crazy. Because look, who asked the loser how to beat the person that beat them? You know, like who, who, fo- who spends so much time with the loser of a race is like, hey man, I need you to teach me everything you know about how you lost to this person. That doesn't even make sense to me, which is why I don't understand. Me personally, I don't understand why people voted for. I take that back. I do understand it. Why people are voting for Joe Biden over um, over Bernie Sanders, and it's because the progressive movement, which is a far left, more liberal movement, right? They don't. They kind of have the a rising tide raises all boats mentality. But the problem is the the. African-American community, and I'm talking about African-American descendants of slavery, right? We've been taking on water for decades. For for decades, we've been taking on water. Because we weren't even meant to have a boat. 
So we finally, we patched together a little boat from the scraps that we got from, that was thrown away from, you know, from white culture and, and some other, what's funny is we're sitting there, okay, we put, we nailing and gluing this boat together and stuff like that. We know it ain't going, it ain't going to float like everybody else's boat, but we putting it together and then you get, um, you get people coming from other countries and they got, oh, and white, white culture is, oh, you need a boat? Here, here you go. And black people are like, hey, hey, we need to buy our shut up. You know, be happy with what you got. We're giving you scraps. You should be happy with that. Well, okay, so we we've sitting there with our makeshift boat. It's been leaking and this, that, and the other. And instead of making us whole, the progressive movement wants to bless everyone. When it comes to LGBTQ community, when it comes to immigrants, we want to do something for all of those people. But when it comes to black folks, when we say, hey, what about reparations? You know that that uh, thing that you promised us that that the country said that they were going to give to people who were descendants of slaves and into slaves? And yeah, nah, nah. It costs too much. The same thing that um, that establishment Democrats and Republicans say to progressives when it comes to how are you going to pay for um, free school tuition, college tuition? How are you going to pay for uh, Medicare for all? It costs too much. Progressives say the same thing when it comes to reparations. So you don't want our support then, but you need our support in order to do anything. But you won't fight for our support. You won't. You don't want to include us into your movement. Progressives want to have a movement that doesn't include any exclusive help our changes to black folks and that's the reason why Bernie Sanders is losing to Joe Biden who who can barely piece sentences together Joe Biden Joe Biden is about uh, uh, a year away from meeting a nurse 24/7 he's about a he's about a year and a half away from from having to have somebody wipe his chin anytime he eats something because he can't hold he's about a, he, he you can see his mental decline and it's so blatant but people are willing to vote for Joe Biden over Bernie Sanders because if you're going to if you're going to push a movement and you're going to say hey we want something new for the people we're going to we're trying to bring something new that's never been done Yet you don't want to have that new thing include a black agenda? Come on, man. Why, why should we vote for you? So the issue that I had with Joe Biden on top of the crime bill that, that he helped create, Joe Biden also was a, uh, was a force pushing uh, the crime bill, that uh, the war on drugs that Ronald Reagan um, put into play that locked up so many black people. So not only does Joe Biden have the crime bill in 94 that he helped, he helped push that Bill Clinton sign that Hillary Clinton, you know, called us super predators and all that stuff. Not only, not only do you have that and there's, listen, if you listen to the, to the video, there's video of Joe Biden talking about, I don't care why they're criminals. I don't care if you know, we put them in an impossible situation. I don't care about that. I care about the safety of my mother, the safety of my daughter. I don't care about what the, I mean, what the criminals, 
uh, gone through, that doesn't mean anything to me, right? So that's what it, it's video out there. So you can you can go check that out if you want to. But what I'm saying is that you have that issue with Joe Biden, and you also have the issue of uh, of the the crack laws that's attributed to it that put so many black people in in jail. You have the war on drugs. And you have Joe Biden was even against uh, busing, mandatory busing to integrate schools. He was against it. So everything that black people would kind of like not want in a candidate, he's all of that. <laughs> he has a history of all of that. Uh, not only that, he's lied continuously about being part of the civil rights movement. He never was. Never was. Just everything that you could... And people were like, well, he was Barack Obama's running mate. Barack Obama got him to be his running mate so that he could get white votes. That's it. It wasn't because he agreed with his policies. He was like, okay... I need a white dude that white people are going to like, and I'm he's the, the least painful one. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab him. Meanwhile, uh, Bernie Sanders has been super consistent over his whole career about the things that the things that he advocates for now are things that he's advocated for forever. Would I like for Bernie Sanders to also include a, a uh, reparations in his black agenda? Because he does have one. Joe Biden has one, too. But Joe Biden's is one of those where, yeah, we're going to... It's like a lot of platitudes. If you go on his website, it's like a lot of platitudes, right? You know, we're going to... We're going to change uh, the criminal justice system, and we're going to, you know, increase uh, funding to HBCUs, and we're going to, okay. Bernie Sanders is more, I'm going to help black people out financially, and that's going to help everything else. But the problem is, if you think that our only issue is finances, then you're ignoring blatant uh, systematic racism. You can't you can't take those apart. You can't you can't deal with them um, individually. Our issue is not just an economic issue. Economics is great, but we have other issues also. So you you have Bernie, who's not out yet. He's not out yet. Well, as of the recording of this uh, video or the recording of this audio, he is not out yet. But um, it'll be hard for him to come back. I'd love for him to be hard for him to come back. But it, I just say this to progressives who feel like black people just should have been on your team. You have to understand that black people are not uh, voting emotionally. We're being scientific. We're not gonna get if we're not gonna get what we want from you, and we're not gonna get what we want most from you are from the other candidate, then we're gonna we're gonna get somebody who's going to give us uh, the most of what we would like. It's kinda like you go to the car dealership and you have one car that you really want, but if they don't have that, what are ones that you like? The progressive movement will fall short because it does not include making black Americans who are descendants of slaves whole. 
you can't win this without us. You can't just get a whole bunch of enthusiastic white people and think that you're going to win the Democratic vote. Nope. You don't get the Democratic vote without black people. If you go hard for black folks, if you try and win our affection and go hard for us, we'll go hard for you. But if you tell us that, hey, if we say, hey, well, what about reparations? We're going to repair everybody's. No, no, no. What about a plan for black people? Oh, well, we're going to deal with minority. No, not minority. Black. Black folks. If you're not going, if you're not going to do that, then understand that we're not going to ride with you. You're going to miss out on our vote. You're going to miss out on our vote, and you're and you're going to wonder why. You're going to think that your ideas are great, and they are great, but we've had good ideas before. We haven't had follow through, and we haven't had consistency. So, y'all, first show back. I promise I'm going to be better. I will. I'm going to give it to y'all every week. I'm out. Um, you all stay safe. Wash your hands. Make sure your kids wash their hands. Don't take a bath and, and hand sanitizer. That's not going to help. But make sure your kids understand the value of not just their lives, but the lives of your parents, which are their grandparents, the lives of babies. I'm not with the we all need to pull together speeches and stuff like that because I think that if we if we didn't pull together before, uh, don't ask me to pull together with you now. We did that 9-11 and I was a nigger uh, six months later. So let's just do what we got to do. Stay safe. Protect your neck. Breaks of JQLM Radio. It's your boy Mark B. And I'm out. <laughs>